Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Like a Midas touch by the very first time, I make decisions with my wallet, not my mind. Too much money for one person to control. Hello and welcome to Too Much Money, the podcast that asks, does being a billionaire make you crazy or do you need to be crazy to be a billionaire? I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Joe Piazza. And we are your hosts. And again, still not billionaires. Still not billionaires. You know, Joe, I I played Powerball this week. Oh my God, so did Nick. So did Nick. We were in Key West and I was, I was actually buying an energy drink because I wanted to stay up for the Eagles game. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, and and he bought two Powerball tickets. Did you win? No, I know neither. Neither we didn't either. I checked on the little you know. There's a California Lottery app. Oh, I didn't that know you that. can like scan your ticket with. Mm-hmm. So I just fired up the app and I scanned it, and it was like, and then I was like, sorry, this ticket is not a winner. Like not even like you won a dollar. It was like you are not a winner. It might as well, you know it might as well just say you're a loser, right? Yeah, like just yeah. like. Yeah, why, just, why even sugarcoat it? Don't sugarcoat <laughs> it. You know what? Loser. <laughs> don't loser. So, yeah, you know, I was going to be a multimillionaire this yeah, week. Yeah, no, soon. Soon. Well, alas. Alas. Yeah. Do, do not stop holding out hope, Dory. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. But the, but the question is, what would you do with that money? We haven't even talked about that. What would you do oh, with, my so, with too much money? What would I do with too much money? I mean, I would have to do something ridiculous so that we could record an episode about the ridiculous thing I did with my too much money, just to be super totally. meta about totally. it. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Well, we should wait is the thing. Let's let's wait to decide what we would do with too much money until we have enough episodes and enough knowledge under our belt. Oh, that's so wise. Yeah, like to make an just to make to make an educated decision about what okay, we'll do with so our Powerball winnings. I won't contact the dinosaur bone dealer yet. Do not. Do not. Also, I think that he's he's tied up in court. You're right. Damn it. Yeah. He's busy. He's busy. Have you been checking our mailbox well, lately? We have anything good oh, in our I mailbox? Sure have. Oh, good. Yes, we oh. have been getting some good stuff in our mailbox. Uh, you can email us at too much money podcast at gmail.com. We love getting mail. Um, we got an email from a listener who <laughs> about our Titanic episode. Oh. Who said when you were mentioning the Titanic rebuild being in poor taste, I could not stop thinking about this slide that I recall going on at the state fair when I was a kid. 
And she sent a link to uh, an image that is now seared into my brain that I will put into the show notes of one of those big, like, bouncy house inflatable slides that you'd see at, like, a fair. Yeah. yeah. Except it's a uh, sinking Titanic. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. They could stop. And you're sliding down, like, into what I think is supposed to be, like, a wave. Death? That's you're sliding Titanic? into death? You're sliding into death. Okay. And there's a wow. very, like, jaunty-looking, AI-generated-looking man, like, supervising at the bottom. <laughs> this is the kind of, ma- this is the kind of mail that I live for, actually. I was just like, wow, that's, that's wild. But we did get another email. Uh, the subject line was resurrecting mammoths. And this person wrote, billionaires love dinosaurs, and apparently they also enjoy trying to bring back woolly mammoths. Lots of angles here. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That person and I clearly have some kind of connection because this, this is what I've been preparing for you for weeks now. Ah, Joe. I know. know. And my (laughs) Sicilian witchiness always comes out. I am so here for this because this is another one of those things where it's like, this can't end well. We don't know yet. To be honest, we don't know yet. But I just, I don't, if you've seen Jurassic Park, and yes. Have none of these people seen Jurassic Park? Have none of these people seen Jurassic Park? I would like, I would like to enlist Jeff Goldblum, actually, to come with me to some of these billionaires' houses to be like. Totally. Life finds a way. Joe, were you a history major? I was not. I was not. I was. I, <laughs> this is this is going to floor you, Dory. I think this is a Joe Piazza fact you don't know. I was an economics major. Oh wow! I did I not know that. It seems unlikely. I, it does seem unlikely, but like amazing and actually pretty apt for the podcast that we are now recording. Truth. I'm sure that UPenn's uh, economics department is is really psyched. They're like, by the way, is your whole piazza? I I took one econ class in college, um, but I was a history major, and it is that 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 you know cliche of like the what is it like those who something about not studying history were doomed to repeat it or we're something to like that. It. Totally. Yeah. 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 So. Just saying, just saying. Well, and uh, look, here's the thing. A lot of people seem to be doomed to repeat this because today's episode, it's not just one billionaire that we're going to be talking about today. It's a lot, a lot of billionaires separately, not even working together, these billionaires. It's yet another project that billionaires and multimillionaires seem to love, which made me think, I, I do have a quick sidebar question. What what should we call a group of billionaires? Like a group of flamingos is called a flamboyance. And a group of crows, I think, is a murder, which is mm-hmm. weird. What would we call a group of billionaires? That is such a good question. Maybe we should put it out to the listeners. You can you can email us. Email us too much money podcast at gmail.com. I mean, my first instinct was like assholes, but I mean, I think we can be a little bit more creative. How to be a little bit more creative and also work with, you know, a little bit of, you know, uh, what what is it when when you start two things with the same same letter, not sibling alliteration, alliteration? Yeah. So, yes. I was, so I was thinking maybe a booty of billionaires. I like that. Like a pirate's booty, booty. 
Uh, so that's so good. What I'm saying is that a booty of billionaires has been into the idea of resurrecting the woolly mammoth. Oh dear. And 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 it just and it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. Have you been following the news out of the COP climate change conference this year, Dory? You know, Joe, I have to admit, I haven't been following it that closely because this and this is bad. I admit this is bad, but I do have a little bit of like la 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 can't listen because usually all that stuff is so depressing. Fair. Fair, my friend. I I happen to be married to a a human being who works in sustainability. So I have to Oh, so you can't I put can't, your fingers I in your ears and say la la la. No, yeah, okay. No. I mean, we even, All right. we, even, we even went to a cop together. Wow. Yeah, we went to the cop in Paris. Like it was kind of it was kind of hot. And you know, and and uh, we we ended up going to some crazy party with Sean Penn and Naomi Campbell because these places are crawling with rich people and celebrities. Wow. Crawling okay. with them. It's a sideshow at this point. Like I don't even think people are doing real climate change things. It's become essentially like the Sundance Film Festival or South by Southwest, but for really, really rich ass people mm. and countries like heads of state mm. and stuff. But yeah, it's their mm. South by Southwest mm. is what it is. Mm. This COP conference, which is in Dubai, very hot place, by the way, the warm, mm-hmm. warm place on yes. the planet. Uh, <laughs> a a Russian, a Russian, one of the one of the many, many Russian billionaires has started throwing the woolly mammoth resurrection back into the mix. Yeah. Oh no. This is a thing. It's a thing at COP right now. His name is oh, is no. Andre. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his name. It's Andre Melnichenko. He's a Russian billionaire. Oh. He made his money in the ways that Russian billionaires do. Apparently uh-huh. fertilizer and coal. In this case, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he he has been sanctioned after the invasion of the Ukraine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But his thing, his thing that he's peddling at the climate change conference right now is that he wants to try to reverse what is happening in Siberia. The Siberian permafrost is melting, obviously very oh, bad no. for the climate. Very yes, bad. Very bad. Very bad. And so. And very bad for so many reasons. You know, melting is bad, rising water levels, but also methane emissions when when permafrost melts are are apparently a bad thing. Yeah. So okay, one of the ways that he thinks we should be doing this is by taking Russia's ecosystem back about fourteen thousand years. To when woolly mammoths roamed around the tundra. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's like a whole setup at COP right now at, at uh-huh. one of the venues. And they have this, what it, what is being called in the press, a digital menagerie of Ice Age animals moving through the tundra on on apparently in an immersive exhibit. And so like there's fog and mist and all of a sudden the mist parts revealing muskox, reindeer, and mammoths. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so the question, the question that I have to ask here. Yes. Is is this really about eco-stability or 
do billionaires just want a woolly mammoth to play with? I mean, right? This is... <laughs> is this really about eco-stability? Uh, I, I mean, I have a personal answer to that question, but I, I do, don't know. I do too, but actually... I don't maybe... I don't want to force our personal answers on people right. until we get to the end of the episode. And then and exactly. then we yeah. Yeah. Now, Joe... I guess, well, before we take a break, mm -hmm. could you could you educate me and our listeners a little bit more on the woolly mammoth? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me just pull up some of my woolly mammoth research here. Now, <laughs> what I what I do what I do want to say is that we mentioned this uh, not in the last episode, but in the episode before when we were talking about the Titanic, the things that billionaires are into are often very similar to the things that small children mm, are yes. into. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And um, both of us have small children, so... Both of us have small children. It all feels very familiar. It really does. It really does. And so woolly mammoths and other extinct animals are yet another category of things that young kids get obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want to put that in people's heads, just but I mean because yet this is I, I was I was talking to my six year old about the research I was doing for this episode, and he is psyched. He is psyched to listen. Oh my gosh! Of course, because because extinct extinct animals, and you you live in L.A. We went to the La Brea Tar Pits, um, uh -huh. where you can yes. see a lot of these mammoths and and mastodons and. Animals that got stuck in the tar during yeah. the police decision. They were just roaming around. They were just roaming around downtown LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all right. So I will I will fill everyone in. I am kind of a woolly mammoth expert, given I have an extinct animal loving six year old who clearly will one day be a billionaire, given all of his interests. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Obviously. So, so the woolly the woolly mammoth is is a, a subspecies of mammoth. They lived in the Pleistocene period. Now, okay. these are not like dinosaurs. Okay, this is in in terms of geologic time. It's not that long ago. So we're only talking about fourteen thousand years, whereas dinosaurs are millions. Like fourteen thousand, I can wrap my head around. But for me, dinosaurs okay. don't seem real because it was it, right. like, like 300 million years ago. And I'm like, that's just a story you guys made up. Totally. Now, Joe, just as an aside, mm -hmm. I think when we were talking about dinosaurs, I was like, yeah, my son's like kind of into dinosaurs, but not like you're like you were describing your son as being like super into dinosaurs. Now, I just want to note, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but we did have we have this book of like dinosaur facts with like fold out. I'm sure you probably have the same book. We have and 27 the last, of them. Yeah, exactly. So, but within the last couple of weeks, my son has been inexplicably drawn toward this dinosaur book and wants me to read it to him at bedtime. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what is happening here? Well, <laughs> welcome to the, yeah, it's a, it's a special circle of And health. thus it begins. Thus it begins. And I don't, it doesn't end. It doesn't, oh. I see no, I mean, I see, I see, I do not see it ending. Oh, boy. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So essentially, these guys are massive, massive elephants with a lot of fur. That is a that seems like a great way to describe. Now, what is their propensity for violence? 
We don't know a ton about that, but what we do know is how their teeth were shaped. So we've seen a lot of specimens of woolly mammoths and mastodons, and some of these massive elephant-type creatures had teeth that are very, very similar to actual elephants, which means very flat um, and that they ate, meaning they ate a lot of leaves and branches and things like that. They did have massive tusks, which means much like elephants, you know, and we can extract our knowledge of elephants, the male ones could get in a big old fight. And if an elephant's mad, mm. it will it will mm. get you. When elephants mm-hmm. have been known to break free from circuses, to break free from elephant bondage, which is sadly still a thing, elephant labor, and to go on rampages. So I don't think they're mm. naturally violent, but if you make them mad... Right. Shit's going right. to go you down. Don't wanna piss, you don't want to piss them off. I wouldn't piss one off. No, no. no. And, I, okay. and do, I, do I necessarily think that we should be releasing a herd of them in Russia? You know what? Before, what we, before, before we take a break, I do want to say, again, these people have clearly never seen the Jurassic Park series that, of the six movies because there's a whole subplot where they're resurrecting the dinosaurs but crossbreeding them to turn them into military weapons for the russian government just saying i'm just saying okay yeah 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 Mm. all right well joe let's take a break uh because when we come back there's a lot more to discuss so much so much Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. All right, we're back. Okay, we're back. We're back. Woolly mammoth time, baby. Woolly mammoth time. Bring it on. Woolly mammoth time. So as I said at the beginning of this episode, it's not just one billionaire that is into the woolly mammoth. It is There are multiple billionaires, a booty of them, if you will. 
a booty, a booty of them. So another billionaire that has been investing and interested in the idea of resurrecting the woolly mammoth uh, is none other than PayPal billionaire Peter Thiel. He apparently made something like a hundred thousand dollar investment in one of the research efforts to resurrect the woolly mammoth. And for Peter Thiel, who is a multi multi billionaire, a hundred thousand dollars is like us buying a Powerball ticket, I guess. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes. Um, Yes. But this donation was detailed uh, in a new book called Woolly. The True Story of the Quest to Revive One of History's Most Iconic Extinct Creatures. Mm. hmm hmm And they argue that this, this seems like something that would be pretty up Teal's alley because, like, resurrection and the idea of living forever is, like, really his jam. And it's, it's a lot of billionaires are very into the idea of living forever because they have these grandiose, grandiose, grandiose ideas of themselves mm-hmm. that like of course they should live forever they're awesome okay mm-hmm. and so this book details that peter Thiel had a meeting with the company uh that was working on a bunch of different things and he said hey what's the craziest thing that you're working on and and the guy that worked there said all right well we're doing anti-aging schemes uh a product a project involving artificial intelligence and the mammoth and guess which one Peter Thiel invested in? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, again, like, he's anti-death. He said in a bunch of interviews that, right. you know, he, in, in terms of death, he said, I, I prefer to fight it. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Joe, do you know anything about, like, what the actual, like, what how are they trying to do this, I guess, is my question. That is such, such a good question. So hold on, let me pull up that file. I have a whole different file on how to resurrect the woolly mammoth. One, uh, well, one of the things that makes this a lot easier than dinosaurs. So when obviously we're all thinking about Jurassic Park and the thing in Jurassic Park is that they find a mosquito that was in amber, and it still had dinosaur blood in it, so they could extract dino DNA. Mm-hmm. That is not possible, according to real scientists. So okay. that was <laughs> it's a thing that was that was made uh, up for the movie. Um, strangely, right? Weird, weird, weird. that they would just that Michael so weird. would just make that up. Oh, by so the way, weird. speaking speaking of billionaires. You know that James Patterson is finishing Michael Crichton's unfinished manuscript? Is it going to be like the, that's going to be the best, like James Patterson is already the best-selling author of all time, and this is going to make him a gazillionaire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's just, that's just some, some, some crazy stuff. So anyway, there's a lot of specimens of woolly mammoths that have been found in, like, in the ice. So I think they do have actual DNA that they can extract in as opposed to, you know, the the myth that was made up in, mm. in Jurassic Park. Um, and so it's like it's recovered DNA uh from like actual DNA from there's there's some there's bones and bones, mm. as we discovered in our other episode, are different than fossils. Right. Right. So like there's there's actual DNA involved 
interestingly, I mean, there's so much going on right now in the studies of both DNA and RNA, and a lot of new new science that came up while there was all of the research for the COVID vaccine, actually, um, into oh, RNA. Like, a lot of that research can apparently help, like, move forward some of this, like, reverse extinction research, which is, which is interesting wow. that, you know, one thing does lead to another thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. So, yeah. So, essentially, it would be very similar to cloning that happens now. And we can clone things. You know, Dolly the sheep, right? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, familiar yeah. with Dolly the sheep. I'm familiar with Barbara Streisand's dogs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait a second. I'm not, I'm not familiar with Barbara Streisand's dogs. She cloned her dogs. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> she did. She cloned her dogs. People are doing this. Okay. Okay. Well, so all right. If Barbara Streisand, if Babs, if Babs can clone, Babs, her, Babs cloned her dogs. If Babs, look, can clone, you have a dog you love, you want to clone it. Yes. Obviously. Totally. Totally. Well, so this, and this might not even be. My, hu- my husband says he wants to clone our dog. And I'm like, our dog is crazy. Why would you want to clone her? Why would you like, I love her dog? Out? Yeah. But if I'm going to have another dog, I don't want it to be an exact clone of our dog. I want it to be I would have I would have our dog with like some some gene modifications. Some things. Well, you know, well, so that's exactly what I was about to talk about. The first the first uh woolly mammoth to be brought back, if this ever happens, most likely would not be a woolly mammoth. It would be a hybrid of a mammoth with an elephant. Because it would involve the splicing of the DNA of a mammoth with the DNA of an elephant using some kind of CRISPR technology. I throw these words uh-huh. out there like I know what I'm talking about. I don't. Right. I don't. No. CRISPR is the gene modification technology that I think they're hoping can be used to like eradicate a lot of genetic diseases. Yes. Is that is that an accurate? Yes, yes. that's a, that, okay. that is that that's a good way of explaining it, right? To like a normal. To a normal human being, to to a history major and an economics major, no, not science majors. I mean, so and some of these articles actually call them the mammophants. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah for mammoth and elephant together. Uh, and one of the companies that's working on this, Colossal, has said that it hopes to be able to produce a mammophant embryo in six years. Uh, but it, w- it will take a lot of gene splicing because I guess that there are something like 1.4 million genetic differences in between certain kinds of mammoths and certain kinds of elephants. There's a lot of work involved, but the long and short of it is they'll take what they have of the mammoth DNA, splice it with elephant DNA, and then try to grow a fetus and have an elephant actually gestate that baby. Now, is this like, okay, is this kind of like making like a golden doodle? That's exactly what it's like to breathe. The mammoth could be the golden doodle of the future. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying this mostly in jest. I, I think gold, golden retrievers and, and poodles were not uh, extinct. So it's also, it also should probably should not be on this earth. But also, right, exactly. Also, like these crossbreeds of dogs, like yeah. are like, mm-hmm. do we want do we want to make a liger? I don't think we do. 
I well, liger, but ligers do exist, Dory. But like, isn't there's, that a human? Like, didn't no? Didn't yes, 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 yes. Humans did that, but like, right. there are ligers. I but like, I don't think that. Do you know that know. I? Do you know that I once saw a zonkey? You did? Yeah, it's a zebra donkey. Wow. I know. I saw it at this weird animal park right outside of Dollywood. This is a lot for me There's, to process. Right? It's a big Joe. episode. Maybe this should be a two-parter. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. Because I might I'm need a, to take another break. Actually. We can take another break because I'm going to tell you that the mammoth is not the only animal that people are trying to bring back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Do you want another fun fun tidbit? Another cliffhanger? Yes. The, one of these other extinct animals that is trying to be brought back, the company has gotten a lot of investment from billionaires and also celebrities, including apparently Paris Hilton and the Hemsworth brothers. Okay, wow. that That is not where I thought this was going. Never is. But I appreciate it. We will be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, we're back. If we're if we're talking about bringing back extinct animals, I have a request. Yeah, yeah, of course. So my family's nickname for me was Dodo. I saw that coming. Mm-hmm. So I always had a, a, a certain affinity for the Dodo bird. Yeah, yeah. I had a poster of the Dodo bird from Alice in Wonderland in my childhood mm-hmm. bedroom, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So... I just think, like, while we're out here resurrecting extinct animals, let's bring back the dodo. Don't you worry, Dory. The dodo is on the list. The dodo, oh, thank God. The dodo's okay. on the list. You know, the dodo is even easier than the woolly mammoth because it went extinct wow. much more recently. There are right. stuffed yes. dodos, right? I mean, yes. So, yes. Oh, super. Wow. This is great news. It's good news. It's good news. Remember oh. when I said I was against bringing animals back from extinction? I am not. You didn't mean it. You didn't mean it. You just didn't, didn't mean it. You didn't know. I you don't know. know. You don't I know what you don't know. know. Um, exactly. Yes, the dodo. The dodo's on the list, and also a little something called the Tasmanian tiger. Oh boy! Do you know about the Tasmanian tiger? I do not, Joe. It is also known as a thylacine. It. It's a. It's a weird weird looking animal like a weird and all okay. i feel like all australian animals are kind of weird looking um it's a marsupial actually it's not a tiger it's also known as the tasmanian wolf but it's also not a wolf it looks like a badger but with like cat legs like a cross between a largish cat and a badger but it's striped like a tiger wow okay. yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so, and it's, it was all over, it was all over Tasmania for a really, really long time and was hunted to extinction, actually, okay. once, once people came to the island. And there's this video of, of this very sad video, which I've sadly watched several, several times uh, because, again, my son is obsessed with extinct animals, of the last Tasmanian tiger in the Hobart Zoo. Uh, just like pacing back and forth in a sad, sad cage. Um, and this is only from, this is from about 100 years ago. So the, the thing, it hasn't been extinct that long. Also, hum, humans are responsible for killing it. Uh, and so the Tasmanian tiger probably has one of the best chances for being resurrected mm. out of all of, out of all of these extinct things. It's definitely, definitely a predator. Uh, it can open its jaws like up to 80 degrees. So like its whole mouth can open up like, uh, and it's been gone for so long that no one knows what it would do if it were, it were, if it were actually re-released into Tasmania. But there's, there's yet another billionaire involved in, in this situation. And funny story, I found out about this. Now it becomes like an episode of normal gossip because my friend Ursula was over the other day and she okay. told me that one of her friends okay. is taking a sabbatical with her husband. Sure. And they're going to Australia. And I was like, oh, cool. What are they doing? She's like, I don't know. Some billionaire wants to bring back the Tasmanian tiger and they're working on that project for a year. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, it, this, was, this was told to me by like somebody who knows somebody who is being funded by a billionaire. Uh, to bring what, back wait, the Tasmanian what, tiger. What, what is the nature of their research? They're Why biologists. They being... They're biologists. Oh, this is cynical me being like, do these, does this professor really think that they can bring back this animal? Or are they just like, sure, billionaire, give us some money for the year and we'll come try to do this. You know what I mean? Right. Who know? Who knows? Who knows? But at the Tasmanian, and honestly, like, who cares? But like, and but also, who cares? Like, I mean, right? Any, like any billionaire like wants to give a friend of mine or a yes, friend of a friend exactly, of mine, like, a bunch of money to go to Australia. Exactly. Cool. Yo. I guess what I, I guess what I'm asking is like how real, how truly realistic and close so is Tas this? The Tasmanian tiger is, is quite closer uh, than than everything else that we've talked about so far. Uh, there is yet another billionaire involved here. Her name is Lida Hill. She is 81 years old. Uh, she's she had she's the granddaughter of H.L. Hunt. He was a wildcatter and like oil guy down in Texas, and she inherited yep. all of his money and has been using it for for philanthropic means. But and one of them is to create a big hub for biotech in Dallas which is funding and housing this company called Colossal, which is focusing on a lot of these resurrection efforts. They're currently, they're, they're currently valued at like $1.5 billion. Uh, they've raised $225 million in, in two years. The well-known investors are the Winklevoss twins. Do you remember the Winklevosses? Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course I remember the Winklevi. And they were also like all caught up, I think, in um, the Sam Bankman-Fried stuff. Yeah. Weren't they caught up in like all the crypto stuff? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, so like the Winklevi are involved here. 
but also Paris Hilton and and the Hemsworth brothers. Wow. Yeah. Star studded. Star studded. Star studded. <laughs> um, and this was this was confirmed uh, by uh, by one of the folks at the company uh, that the Hemsworth family invested after they spent the weekend at South by Southwest Sydney together. Wow. Okay. First mm-hmm. of all, didn't know that South by Southwest Sydney was a thing. Me Second either. of all, Me neither. Wow. So the goal of of Colossal again, which is is being funded by yet another billionaire, uh, yes. is that the thylacine, the Tasmanian tiger, will be back on the planet by 2028. 2028? 2028. 2028. That is right around the corner, Joe. I mean, tomorrow, essentially, Dory. Huh. And so there's a nine-step plan. It's a nine-step plan. It's literally how to de-extinct the thylacine. Um, the first step is to publish the genome, which has apparently been done. The second okay. step is to sequence its closest relative, which is the Dunart mouse. I don't wow. know. Also done. Also done. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, this yeah. is moving right along. <laughs> totally. Totally. Step three, identify differences in closest relatives, edit the genes, then derive stem cells from for the Dunart mouse. That is in progress. Then develop marsupial-assisted reproductive technology, also in progress. Now we're on step wow. six of the step nine-step plan, and that is to use the living stem cells to create an embryo, and that has not been done yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, then right. but then they'll put the embryo into the uterus of a host species. I think that it has to be something close, probably another marsupial. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Right? Yeah, marsupials are weird animals. They're weird. Um, and, they are. They are. You know, strange. they carry their ba- they carry their babies in a teeny tiny pouch. Uh, yeah. And they're so they're so they're very tiny when they when they come out of like the the mother's body and go into that pouch. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think the Tasmanian tiger would be very very tiny when it comes out, and then it could go into like a kangaroo or a koala pouch, maybe. In my head, that's where it goes. Oh. This is this is this is fascinating. It's fascinating, right? And now yes. I mean, but the question is, could we, would we, should we? Right. 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 I like, mean it does I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But a lot of things that billionaires do feel like this. It does feel like playing God. Totally. But 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 the counter totally. but the, here's the counterpoint to that. In the case of the Tasmanian tiger, the dodo, or some other recently extinct animals like the the great auk, the, the great auk, um, mm-hmm. humans did kill them. Humans humans are responsible for wiping them out. So, is this playing God or is this reversing human error? Interesting question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we all we all but we also just don't know. We don't know how this would alter the current ecosystem, the food chain, and what doors it could open to creating hybrids, right? Because if we can bring back an extinct animal, we could maybe create hybrids of a lot of crazy animals mm-hmm. that that you know, 
should not be on the planet. But again, I'm not an mm-hmm. expert. I'm not, I, there are experts who are very, very concerned about this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm no expert, but I, w- I would be concerned. But the big argument here for, and we talked about this earlier, so let's take it back to, to COP, uh, to the climate mm-hmm. conference. The big argument that a lot of these billionaires are making is that this is how to reverse climate change. Like they're, I mean, they're making that grandiose statement. They're making that big statement, right? They're like, okay, but we do have to do this to mm. reverse, to essentially bring about another ice age, maybe to, mm-hmm. to reverse climate change, full stop. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, it's tough. It is tough. It's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough call. It is. I, I think your your comment about wanting to play God is so apt because that is such a pattern with so many of these things. It's all those. It's all the things that like, right? Mere mortals cannot <laughs> access or achieve, right? And and no, no, all the things. It's, all it's the stuff things that like you cannot achieve. It's stuff oh. that you can't just actually. It's stuff that you can't just like buy off the shelf. Like you, you know, you need to like invest all this time and money into it. And you and that's something you can only do when you are extremely wealthy. Totally, totally. I want and I want to throw a, a quote from Cameron Winklevoss of the Winklevi out mm-hmm. there. And he said that he sees this work uh that Colossal, the de-extinction company, is doing as an opportunity to future proof the environment. And species. Ooh, ooh. I don't love the word future proof. I, just, I don't either. Mm, mm. Um, I don't also, either. One more thing that might rub you a weird way. Tony Robbins is a Tony Robbins is a big investor in the project. Oh, that's interesting. It's it's all very interesting. interesting. It's like the people that the, the people that Colossal is bringing together, the Hemsworths. Who I think of the Hemsworths are are superheroes, right? In the in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and one was married to Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And then isn't yeah. Chris um, Thor? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all of this, all of this has a very like Hollywood vibe to it. I mean, I guess. They did it already. Jurassic Park. Um, They've done it already. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Joe, this was a journey. It's a journey. I mean, it's always a journey that you don't expect. It is. It's a journey you don't expect. A journey that I'm not sure that humanity needs to go on this journey. Uh, No. Um, No. I don't. But, but, you know, here's... the, and the last thing I want to I want to leave us with because we said we weren't going to express our opinion in, until the end. If you if you do a big Google deep dive into resurrecting the woolly mammoth, it really is now all being framed as a climate change initiative, um, which which feels like really good branding, to be honest. Like that totally who's ever who's ever doing the PR for the resurrection of the woolly mammoth was like, yes. how can I make this seem like just good? Just like full on altruism. How can you say, no, don't save the planet? Don't reverse climate change. We don't want your woolly mammoths. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I just I just want to know. Like I'm I'm picturing in my head like when the first woolly mammoth or the first elephant the mammoth ant hybrid comes to be. I'm just picturing the Winklevi like riding it into the sunset. In fact, do you think that I could ask AI? Do you think I could oh ask Dolly God. to make me a picture of the Winklevi riding yes. a mammoth ant into the sunset? A thousand percent. You could like do that in 20 seconds. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing when we get off this podcast. I can't wait to see the results. Oh, Joe. Well, I mean, I think that this was another great example of do you need to be crazy to be a billionaire or does being a billionaire make you crazy? Yes. As we always like to say. And Too Much Money is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrir, and Joe Piazza. Music is by Lisa Brenner. Our network partners, ACAST. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. Like a Midas touch by the very first time. I make decisions with my wallet, not my mind. Dude.